recorded live. Inspire, invigorating. Invigorating this life should be feeling energy rushing through your veins. Rid your life of those only feeding off your precious energy. Eliminate conversations that detoxify your spirit. Appreciate and be appreciated in this life. Navigate. Navigate your own journey. Make your own path addressing all eight domains of your life. Brought forth by Dr. Nat. Health, education, personal development, financial, environment, family, spirituality, and recreation, too. Striving for success, not only defined by financial freedom, but intertwined with peace of mind and personal fulfillment. Personal fulfillment. Be all that you can be, just like the Army says. Just one can make the difference. You are a vital importance, importance, impacting each life you touch, considering someone outside of yourself, taking the time to lend a helping hand, radiating, radiating positive energy in every breath you take, every action you partake, engulfing, engulfing in your dream going beyond your wildest imagination. I, Enigmatic Mahogany, am here to invigorate, navigate, strive, personally fulfill, impact, radiate, engulf. I'm here to inspire you with my pen, and that is that piece. Welcome, everyone, to Inspirational Expressions. I am your host, Enigmatic Mahogany, and we are here to inspire this evening. I definitely want to thank everyone for their continued support of the POET Network, as well as all of the poet members that have been nominated for the National Poetry Awards. So please continue to vote. You can vote as many times as you'd like, and that is at the nationalpoetryawards.com. We are up for the radio show. We are also up for the up-and-coming artist, which is myself, Enigmatic Mahogany. We are also up for Poet of the Year. We have several different locations in which you are able to vote. And once again, it's because of each and every one of you that we have been nominated to such a prestigious position. We will continue to inspire, continue to motivate, uplift, and provide that platform. We're going to go ahead and go in like we always do. We are looking forward to your inspiration tonight. We're going to go ahead and go to our first caller. Um, Looks like this is my POET brother. None other than the living miracle, living testimony itself. Brother O is in the building. What's going on, Brother O? Uh, hello, Madden Madden Mahogany, and I first want to congratulate the Ford Radio Network for being nominated for the third year in a row and then your personal nomination for up and coming poets. Well, I definitely do thank you, Brother O. You are truly a humbling spirit, and you are so extremely supportive. As we speak up in our weekly conference calls with POEC, so definitely know that you are noticed. It is not one moment that we do not see you. I definitely do appreciate you sharing the show. I see you talking about the pieces that you're going to bring forward and also speaking to the nomination in your post as well. So I do thank you so very much for that, and that we're definitely rooting and supporting your continued success as you continue to publish your work, as you continue to spread that outlet for so many. So I am looking forward to seeing you in the next Poets Anthology. Definitely looking forward to, if possible, with you being in the CD as well. And I thank you for all your support, even in the Chicago area as well, with the main foundation of Poets. Thank you. I appreciate you. You absolutely have it, my dear brother. So what do we have upcoming for Brother O? What's upcoming next? What can we look for? Uh, yeah, the 
um, got a lot of got a good stuff going. This month I did uh, two two pieces this month, and um, just uh, getting back on the, the radio this week. And uh, August I got, got a lot of, I'm more open mics and uh, got a cookout coming up supporting. Looks like I got eleven events, so. I'm also I'm also developing and also being recognized for uh, my photography skills uh, for catching uh, the poets while they perform on stage and and uh, when people when people when I get over I got posted up my stage my next album album number six. I got a hundred likes on that album already. That goes to shorty that again, I'm just not just a writer, poet, and author. I'm also a amateur photographer too. So I don't know, and I'll be seeing those pictures you be taking. You surely do capture the moments, and I'm sure that poet is very, very appreciative of everything that you do, all the skills that you bring forth. Because it's not like you said, you're not just a poet. You're not just an author, but you are a prolific photographer that we appreciate greatly. I appreciate it. You got it, my dear brother. Well, definitely keep us in the know as always with the happenings and goings of Mr. Brother Oak. And we always want to make sure that where we're able to support, we can. Even if we're not even in the local vicinity, we can always share the events because you have no idea who may be touched, who may be inspired by what you're bringing. So it's always good to even share it if we cannot physically be there in the flesh. But tonight, Brother O, as you know, the stage is yours. And how would you like to inspire with your pen? Uh, this, is, this poem is called Part of My They Said I Wouldn't Series. This is uh, part three of that series. And it's, the title of that is called Define the Diagnosis Daily. You said define the diagnosis daily? Define the diagnosis daily. Oh, I got to define the diagnosis. I love it already. Brother, oh, you already know. When you hear you are at home, the stage is yours. We are ready whenever you are up. I am. The antithesis of my diagnosis. Brother O's official diagnosis two years after having my third open heart surgery, according to my doctor. His birth, I have been diagnosed with congenital heart condition called transposition of the great artery. In other words, the arteries in my heart were switched when I came into existence. My right ventricle does what the left ventricle does in a normal heart. A heart operation reversed. I've also been diagnosed with a regular heartbeat for the past 11 years, typical for adults with congenital heart conditions like myself. In other words, I've had six episodes of atrial fibrillation and abnormal sinus rhythms. I've also been diagnosed with hypertension. In plain English, it's called high blood pressure. A blood pressure issue stems from eating foods, high-content salt, high calorie content, and high cholesterol content, and dealing with depressed emotions. Also been diagnosed with congestion heart failure. My body has a unique tendency to hold in water. Therefore, I take water pills to prevent fluid 
the fluids from building up in my heart and lungs. I thank God I don't have diabetes or any other trace of chronic medical conditions going on in my body other than the heart issues, brother, always in very good shape. Brother, all the official mental and psychological diagnosis according to those class called experts. Crazy, weird, and off the wall. Angry, quick, children has had episodes of pure rage and fury. Stubborn and hard-headed, known for his reputation, made people afraid of him because he would and good on the stretch against vengeance on his sworn enemies, known to get in the verbal confrontation and start fights. A natural born inadvertent lawn who is this in the state himself most of the time? Anti-social hostile at times, very quiet and nasty, suspicious to everybody, a brother who doesn't open up to people right away, and known not to trust a whole bunch of people. Don't want to be bothered with these ignorant folk who cause nothing but trouble and drama. Place your special education classes until the fourth grade for a false diagnosis of autism. I was actually a nonverbal child from the age of two to the age of three. I was delayed in my development of my language and writing skills. And I have slight speech impairments from time to time. Did any other brother or sister decide to cover all my diagnosis? He or she would literally have a nervous breakdown. Committed suicide or homicide, been locked up in solitary confinement, in prison, or put in a mental health facility, or ended up in almost alcoholic or drug addict when they died before the age of 40. I thank God for keeping me in my, my, my right mind and not afflicting me with mental health issues such as bipolar disorder and schizophrenia. I may have a few screws loose. I ain't taking no antidepressants, nor am I drinking vodka, shiraka, Hennessy every day. Brother O, man, how in the world do you define your diagnosis daily? My dear brothers and sisters, I am the antithesis of all of my diagnosis. Despite what my doubters, critics, haters, and the experts have forecast over my 40 years of living in this crazy and paranoid world, I refuse to allow them to define me by their false traditions and expectations for Brother O as a man on a mission. And they can call me crazy all they want to now. By my diagnosis, I'm equally determined to prove these clowns wrong over and over again and reach new levels of greatness. I got what they call crazy faith in God and stream favor over my life. I thought you knew. Brother O refuses to quit and lay down the feet. And he refuses to be stuck with labels such as me, the upper family average, child please. I'm mentally tough and my parents didn't raise no punk either. But God gave me the strength to endure surgery tests and procedures, the mental fortitude to shake off the labels and handicap and retarded over my life. The courage to ignore the rejection and idiotic comments of some of my peers who acknowledge and understand me were extremely limited. And the endurance to take the hits from this thing called life to keep moving forward and living well. My dear brothers and sisters, what you see before you as a brother who is a fighter and a true champion was beating the odds time and time again. A brother was gifted and anointed to be a POET. And a real life on Son Hill continues to inspire and encourage the people in his, in his 
struggling here for us daily. More of this poem is, don't allow anyone to defy you by a diagnosis. For all of you have the power to find them daily. That's at peace. And that is that peace, brother. Oh, what an amazing piece, inspirational indeed. And giving those hope, when you have all those naysayers that are telling you when you should be gone, give you an expiration date, but they were not aware of the G.O.D. that you have in your life. When you think about 10 years after the third heart surgery, speaking to the congestive heart failure, the irregular heartbeat, six episodes, even speaking to hypertension and high blood pressure, I say as well, Brother O, you're in very good shape. Some may say you're crazy, weird, or off the wall. Some even say stubborn or hard-headed. But you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not opening up to people right away. And it's okay to be delayed in development because, see, God had a plan, a master plan for your life. Yes, you may have a slight speech impediment, you know, for those many, even just thinking about considering where you've been, they may have had a nervous breakdown. They may have been in solitary confinement. They may be in prison. They may have even died before 40. But you kept in your right mind. And, you know, I'm like you as well, brother. I may have a few loose screws, but, hey, I'm not drinking. I'm not in a mental institution. I'm okay, I say. And, you know, every day is a new challenge. But you have to learn how to defy that diagnosis daily. Definitely within this crazy, paranoid world, you are indeed a man on a mission. And I don't call you crazy. I call you very knowledgeable. I call you very wise because you're proving those pounds wrong. See, God has favor over your life, and you have to refuse to quit. You have to have a mentality of can't stop, won't stop. Your pen didn't even realize it, but your pen wasn't no punk either. It's the mental fortitude that you have to ignore those idiotic comments coming out of this world from the naysayers. But you beat the odds time and time again. You are indeed a gifted poet here to encourage and inspire. It is your life as a testimony that uplifts so very many. So once again, thank you so very much for defying the odds and never quitting for those. Thank, thank you, sister. You got it, brother. Oh, once again, thank you so very much for all that you do, and I do hope you enjoy the remainder of the show, love. Thank, thank you, sister. I appreciate it. You got it, brother. Oh. That is that living testimony, poet, author, photographer. You never know what skills you may uncover under his hat. Up next, we do have our next caller. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Inspirational Expressions. Who do I have on the line tonight? I'm sorry. I have myself on mute. Mr. Soul Williams, no how problem. are you doing? I'm doing well, Mr. Soul Williams. How are you, Rob? I'm doing lovely, 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 lovely. I can't complain. Congratulations again on your nominations. Well, I definitely do thank you. It's definitely a pleasure to have you on the mic. You have definitely been missed from the scene. Mr. Soul Williams, what's been going on? What's been keeping you from the mic lately, love? I just work. And, you know, new surroundings and creations going on with me. But I'm trying to keep back in the love I love. Well, I am definitely appreciating you coming to the platform of not only inspirational expressions, but also enigmatic expressions. It's truly an honor and a pleasure to have you side by side with me. 
Hold on. This is Saul Williams. Um, I have my son that's speaking to me. It's all in all, I'm a parent first and a poet and host next. Yes, son. Mm-hmm. You don't want that. Then don't eat it. Eat the rest of what's on the plate. Okay? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Then put a shirt on. Thank you. Yes, I definitely do apologize about that, Mr. Okay. and Thank you for allowing the brief interruption. It's okay. I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Well, I definitely do appreciate that, Mrs. Bell Williams. So what's upcoming for Soul? What can we look for? Um, well, I mean, I have some projects that I'm working on. I'm trying to squeeze in between my schedules. Uh, I am about to start um, the Technology Ink Wooden Scrolls. And what it is is um, I'm burning wood, po- burn wood burning poetry into wood shapes, um, hearts, and stuff like that, and I'm going to be sharing them with people soon, you know. So I'm just working, you know, trying to keep – I got a tight schedule, so I'm trying to get out there, you know, keep up with my ink and keep up with the, you know, ink family, you know, you know, keep trying to support everybody because I got love for everybody. Well, I definitely hope your schedule is too, not too tight to accommodate mahogany. So hope I can see nah, nah, never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> and what I will say, Mrs. Soul Williams, I, I saw the pictures on your page. I, I'm definitely going to have to get me a scroll, so definitely don't forget me as you are creating your masterpieces. Uh, never that, never that. I, I, matter of fact, I'm going to pick one of your pictures out and I do one for you. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to hold you to it because a man is only as good as his word, Mr. Williams. That's true, that's true, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Saul Williams, I know that you have been missing the group. Definitely wanting to be able to share the group. So tonight, my dear, how would you like to inspire with your pen? Um, I have this piece here. It's called Unknown Treasure. Um, mm. This piece here goes vice versa. It's, um, well, I'm going to just deliver it to you. Yeah, you know. Get your own feel out of it, but it, it goes both ways. Um, this is out of one of my in, inspirations on um, pieces, so I'm going to go ahead and go. It's called Unknown Treasure. All right, this is okay. Unknown Treasure. As thoughts run through my mind, I find that they are of you. Electrical surges flow through my brain. As visions of you cast off my visual computer of my membrane and wish to star be you, sending me into a free world of want, need, and need as if you are the oxygen I breathe, the feeling of love in my lungs of life, life that produced the energy of my strive, that strive to encourage the better of me. I dig and I dig as I uncover most and the most more than anything, the most important thing, that's just myself. It is you I uncover. When I stand before the mirror, I see life. The man in the view of the reflection is you. Redirecting my movements in a great direction. I am no longer afraid of who I am because the fact of knowing who I be is what everyone else is see. So I ask all to please don't judge me. 
And now I won't judge you. What I do is what I do for my pleasure. As I realize you are my unknown treasure. And that's that piece. Mm. So many ways in which that piece can be taken. The unknown treasure. See as those thoughts run to the mind of you. It's the elliptical surges that you give me. The star is you, Mr. Saul Williams. You're sending me into a want and a need. You are the oxygen that I need to breathe. For it's in you that not only do you strive to encourage yourself, but you strive to encourage I. You are the better of me. It's the you that is uncovered before the mirror. See, it's that life being redirected. No longer afraid of who I am. For I'm comfortable in my own skin. I love what I see. And what makes me able to see that is because of the eye that you see. So please don't judge me. And I realize that you are indeed my unknown treasure, like a jewel. Tyrone, do I have you speechless? (laughs) No. (laughs) I just had you. Family walked into the room. You did what, baby? I just had some family walk into the room. Oh, some family walk in. Did they hear ink often? No, no, they didn't catch the piece, so they catch it next time. Well, we're going to have to work on that. We definitely need for them to be able to be exposed to the ink. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to having you share continuously on the show to all and any other individuals that are currently in the chat room as well for the show. Um, once again, the call number is 724-444-7444, ID number 9C155. I will be also getting the children ready this evening, so once I make sure that I've gotten all the hands that were raised up in the room, I will be reporting to the children to get them prepared for school. We are actually starting off very, very soon. And there's a piece tonight that I definitely feel the need to address um, and bring forward. So I need to remind myself sometimes of this piece. It became a signature piece for me, and it's actually two pieces that I'm going to deliver this evening. Um, And I do hope you all enjoy. uh, But sometimes you have to go back to the archives and realize from how far you've come. So with that being indicated, the first piece that I want to get into this evening is one that many of you have heard before, um, and many of you have not. And the title of that piece is Amputation Conceptualized. Hard to conceptualize, but my absence, I wanted you to realize, never once did I think my existence you dismissed. I guess our love just didn't make the list. A choice had to be made before my entire being began to fade. Giving up me is the price that I paid. It was a stormy waters we just could not wade. I sit back and meditate, praying only to elevate. A single mom I have become, terrified to give love a second chance, questioning every glance, reminiscing on the tears shed, knowing to you my feelings became dead, expressing my pain and tears, learning how to allow my life to switch gears. Never once did I choose to regret for our love. See, I was willing to place that bet. 
Moments apart outweigh the unity, my emotions upon scrutiny. Thankful nonetheless for the true creations, but no other can make this combination. Grateful for the lessons taught and the battles that were fought. Remembering not only the bad, but the love that we once had. I pray for you as I pray for me. Yearning for us to be the best parents we can be. Husband, wife, daughter, and son. It was never a competition. Roads once united, yet with priorities and choices, they are now divided. Hard to conceptualize, but my absence, you didn't antagonize. Took me a moment, but the memory of us I had to lament. Animosity, bitterness, hatred I do not possess. But our past, our history, I have come to bless. Our love language is no longer understood. Both good and bad we withstood. Never to be dismissed, but I just could no longer be one that waiting less. I found myself fighting for your attention. Our love was taken down to one dimension. It is a reinvention from the dissension, creating so much tension. No longer retention, rather an extension, not to mention love, hurt, amputation. And that is that piece. That piece was written out of a period of time while I was coming out of a divorce. Many people may not even be aware that I used to be married, but I was for four years. And within my marriage, well, actually longer than that, we separated after four years, but within my marriage, I lost myself. I lost my poetry. I lost my passion. It was not until my separation that I began to go back to my dreams, to my passion, to the things that made me smile, for the things that gave me zeal. And I had to realize that I could no longer allow someone to take away my fire. They could no longer take away my dream and my passion. And as Fantasia sings a song, sometimes you have to lose to win. And I tell you people as a living testimony on the phone lines tonight, I did that. I had to let go in order to gain what was available for me. The blessings that were in store from the world of radio to the world of poetry, from the world of acting from the world of newfound love. So it's an amazing experience once you let go and let God. Sometimes God tries to tear away things that we so eagerly try to put together and force together, but at the end of the day, God will have his reign. So what I do want to do before I pull in the next caller, I want to give you that signature piece, because I know someone out there needs to hear this tonight. Because a lot of times we get down we get to feeling bad about ourselves, and we just want to give up. We want to throw the towel in. For those of you, this piece is once again brought to you by myself, Enigmatic Mahogany, the host of Inspirational Expression. Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Pressing forward no matter the steps I see, God has my comeback in place. At times I grow weary, at times I grow sad, and sometimes, y'all, I want to throw it all in. But then I'm reminded of just how blessed I truly am. No matter the trial or tribulation, no matter the sin when it's past, you too are saved by his amazing grace. Then quickly reminded of the story of Elijah. Elijah was a prophet sent here to bring people closer to God, but, but see, Elijah faced much adversity. All of the people mocked his Lord and Savior. Queen Jezebel was even sent for his life to be taken. In response to all of her followers being killed by the order of Elijah. Elijah became discouraged after all God had done to prove that he was indeed God. Elijah became angry that his life was still in danger. 
But then God showed up in that cave and showed his power. God sent a wind to tear through the rocks of the mountain. Then next came an earthquake that shook the mountain. The land around him became consumed with fire. When things, people, and worldly storms began to rage around us, we have to hear God's voice. When we begin to fret and worry, God is there. We just have to silence ourselves and listen for his voice. Am I speaking to you yet? Quit trying to solve your own transgressions and leave them on the altar. See, God has sustained me far beyond my imagination. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 states it best. There is no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. You may feel like you're about to fall over that cliff. You may feel that you're at your wit's end. Remember, in life, there are no easy roads. We will get discouraged. People will try to tear us down, but at the end of the day, we can't stop, won't stop. But God has an escape. He will never leave nor forsake you. See, our failures and our shortcomings do not cause God to lose faith in us. Know that he is not done with us yet. We will go on to do great things. Stay encouraged, y'all, for sometimes you have to encourage yourself. When you get to feeling down and feel there's no way out, remember the story of Elijah. Can't stop, won't stop. Maybe you can't find yourself in Elijah. How about Jacob, Gideon, David, or Solomon? Just common folk. See, Jacob was known as a master of deception, Gideon insecure, David an adulterer and murderer, Solomon an unwise lover. But see, God used all of them and can use us too. See, God used Jacob's life to secretly prophesy about the Messiah's first coming to earth. Gideon was summoned to call an army. Through David's life, God built a king. Solomon was granted wisdom. So no matter the road you may have trod, no matter if you had a child out of wedlock, no matter if you've been incarcerated, no matter if you're struggling with an addiction, you and I can still be used. Can't stop, won't stop. And that is that piece. I definitely hope that piece has touched you as it very well has touched me. We're going to go ahead and bring in our next caller and see who we have on the line. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Inspirational Expressions. Who do I have on the line tonight? Your friend, Mr. Automatic Charismatic. What's going on, What's been going on, love? It's my new number, so, you know, I, and I have it. Well, you know the number don't come, so it just tell me the city and state, so you're going to have to call me with that new number. All right, I got, you know, I have to say we'll call you, you know, but, but um, you know, I think God made his way uh, for me to call you, but, um, you know, I, I just got a new phone because my other phone was acting up. But, um, you know, God just, uh, it, it if I could give out my testimony before I do a poem. Oh, something. absolutely. You know, that's the time it is, baby. I need a testimony. Put it out there on the mic, love. Okay. Well, I have a code guy that I want to infiltrate. Um, it's universal knowledge. It's I believe that it's going to change the world and how people study. Uh, I never, you know, I never thought of myself as a scientist, but I always got, I always feel like a curious about science. And um, I have so many ways I can break uh, words and numbers down. I've got ways to break uh, formulas down. If you need to learn how to do formulas, 
uh, you know, help with that, how um, uh, my mind abbreviation, use uh, uh, abbreviate, you can abbreviate things and it can help you remember. I want to write a book called The Code God, which only give all kinds of uh, ways to help people um, break stuff down. I could break numbers and words in 34 ways. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's, you know, I was just thinking, I was thinking, God, you know, when I was, uh, younger, I was bullied. I was called retarded and all that stuff, right? You oh. know, you got to that, those labels, those names, and the mighty name of Jesus, because oh. to retard means to slow down. But when God's progressing you, that means there's no slowing down. It's like a timing belt. If you slow down the timing, your whole timing is off. So the names are used to distract you. They are not of God. Labels, the negative labels, are to distract you so you cannot pursue God's purpose that he has for your life. That's the word. Uh, that's, that's why that he sends those destruction. That's why he tells you and calls you all those names. So you can be of your character and you can be so saddened to the point. That's why I try to reach That's why I like to reach out to young people that are, um, that are being bullied. This is the thing why I told someone. Because, you're, because of the anointing that you have on you, you are being bullied because you're going somewhere while the bully is going nowhere. That's oh. what they say. See, it's a delusional. It's the delusional point where the bully thinks that if I put that person down, I elevate myself and that other person is down. No, no, no. In the delusional point, you actually putting yourself down and elevating that person up and you talk bad about that person because you don't know what God's purpose is for that per- person's life. That God's purpose for that individual's life is more powerful than what any negative thing that somebody can say about that individual. God's purpose uh, is too strong. His anointing is too strong that that's why the devil sends people in, in our life so we can be distracted so we could be put down, ready to uh, uh, maybe commit suicide, so we'd be out the way. Because when we're lifted up, the only way that the devil ke- devil's kingdom is moved up if we're pushed down. No, but we got to move up so his, so his kingdom will be knocked out. That's why we, you know, we have to serve our purpose. We have a strong purpose in our life. And that's why we have to rebuke every negative label that comes your way, every negative word that comes your way. People say you ain't going to be nothing in life. You got to rebuke that now. You got to kill that before it enters the table. You got to rebuke all that stuff. Everything that people said you ain't going to be nothing, you're going to be stupid all your life, you're not going to amount to anything, you have to rebuke that. Because you know who God is. You know who, who you serve. You don't serve negative words. Mm. And you, you know what? Y'all was trying to give a testimony. <laughs> oh, you know, that's what we do. You know, this is definitely the show and the platform to do it. And you said we don't serve negative. 
We don't serve a negative God. We have to know our purpose and pursue that purpose no matter what those naysayers may see. Because at the end of the day, they don't have the last word, the last call on our lives. It is our lives to say, yes, yes, ma'am. You're thirsty. Uh-huh. In the middle of a show, you're thirsty. I will get you something to drink. Get your juice out of the refrigerator. As you know how I go out, or you know, the kids usually seek my attention um, once oh, no, I am on the show. So, you know, they, they won't say mommy time. So I thank you for allowing me to interject for a brief moment there. But you're right on target because we can't allow people to have claim over our lives and tell us where our lives are going to be. We have to pray for that spirit of discernment to know what is right, to know what is for us and what is against us. And a lot of people don't even know to pray for that. But there are so many that will be out there attacking you. The devil is busy. So we have to make sure that we're aware, that we're staying honest with ourselves and rebuking that. Like you said, we rebuke that in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. But they are not the controller or the dictator of our lives. Amen, amen. And that's what labels are used for. Labels are used for... um Bullying is used to distract. I have a poem. I have a poem. I'm gonna say a poem. Uh, Are you ready? Oh, give me just a second. I'm just getting a little mama some juice. I am ready, and you're actually gonna inspire a piece to come out of me this evening. Uh, I just cannot do this. I'm not do it without bringing this piece forward after having the young lady on. And I'm so very proud of her, for she is still pushing. She is still going on to fight the odds, despite everyone saying that, hey, you're going to be put out of school and everything else. She is defied. Is that the 14-year-old? Yes. Oh, uh, you know, I've been wanting to get in contact with her because I was bullied. Too. I wanted to, I wanted to uh, encourage that young lady. I wanted to encourage her. I want to encourage her. Uh, if you ever... Uh, you can tell her, please, that, you know, she's in my prayers, that God, she has to rebuke all that. And, and and I was put out, the same thing that happened to her, it happened to her, I got put out of school. And I was, I, wow. I got put out of school. I was bullied. I got put out of school. And I'm saying that, I'm going to tell her that God has her. God got your back. Don't worry about what these people keep trying to bully you and all. That's because you're going, you're going somewhere and they're going nowhere. Absolutely. You can't touch God's anointing and think you're going somewhere. You cannot say that and know that, my dear brother. I love it. And I will definitely get you in contact with her. Her name is Aja Henry, A-J-A. H-E-N-R-Y, once again, that's Aja Henry, and I'm sure that she would have no problem at all um, with you reaching out to her. And when you see her picture, she is doing well. She is definitely defying the odds of all those that spoke against her and bullied her. So I I applaud her for being strong and definitely with her mother standing beside her and all of it. Yeah, I applaud her mother, too, because, you know, um, it's it's not an easy thing, you know what I'm saying? When you, when, when you see your child going through something like that, you know, it's all very hard for children, you know, like for like the trail file Martins and stuff like that. But you don't know if you may see your child because of the system, the way the system works. 
But when you were at school, you you getting bullied. I mean, it's crazy. And what's so sad? It happens more and more um, than we are even aware of. You know, that's that's the sad and killing part about it. So I just hate to even see that it's happening on an ongoing basis. Um, and unfortunately, it's happening too much. To be quite honest with you, and to the small scale of what was going on with her, but the police brutality that is going on everywhere. Because um, bullying can happen in school, it can happen as adults. You know, a lot of times they're saying blue on black crime at this point, white on black, and I and I hate to see that it's become a racist or a racial issue. Tyrone West, I'm not sure if you remember him or not, but we're actually still waiting. His sister is still waiting on a verdict, still waiting on something to come of that. And it's been like 280 something days, I believe. Um, that we've been waiting on that. And I wanted to go ahead while you're speaking. I wanted to open up Tyrone's mic as well. So I have him on the line um, as we go into a little bit of dialogue about the bullying and the police brutality. However, of course, always lyrical ending. We are waiting for that engine that could. And I'm looking forward to your piece. And I'm going to come right behind you um, with the people on bullying. And then we can kind of dialogue here as we close out this evening. Amen, amen. Uh, I just want to say I'm part of. Can you, can you inbox me all that information? Um, I'm on a. I'm on a. Uh, uh, is you read books? You uh, does you read books? I don't. Yeah, can you hear me? I can barely hear, hear you. You're coming through muffled. All right, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Uh, does she read books? Does she read these on Aja? Is she a book reader? She like to read books and stuff like that? Are you talking about Aja? Yeah. I'm sure she would. I'm, I'm, she's definitely been receiving a lot of um, letters and comments, so I'm sure that she would be open to receiving a book, absolutely. I like to send her a book or something. I like to send her something to read or something, something to, uh, you know, just, just, just to encourage it, you know, just... Absolutely. And I'm sure that her mother would appreciate it as well. Yeah. That, I mean, when I look at her, I, I, when, I, when I'm hearing her story, I'm looking at my story. You know, right. and I and I just want to say I was bullied. I, I, I got stuff thrown in my face. But you know what? Because I was going somewhere. I was attacked because there was a greater in me than the greater that was attacking me. You know, so I uh, know Jesus had haters. He still does, but you know, and uh, so it, it happens like that. But you know, don't never be discouraged, young lady. Don't never be. If she's listening, don't never be discouraged. Never be discouraged. Don't let the devil have your have his way. You know, I, I, I'm. You know, what I'm saying so. Just keep being elevated. Just keep being educated. You're gonna go. You're gonna be somebody. You're gonna be somebody special. Don't be, just because that bully got a problem. They got a problem within themselves. Bullies got problems with themselves. It's not about you. It's about the problems because they can't. They're jealous of the and envious of the greatness in you. So what they do, they try to bring you down. And that's really what it is when they're insecure within themselves, where they feel the need they have to attack someone else. So you're right on target. Yeah. It's an insecurity right there. 
All right, all right. Well, the moment that you've all been waiting for, we have Mr. Lyrical Engine Otto himself about to bring a piece this evening, followed by a piece by me. And then we will have a brief dialogue before I put the children to bed because little mama is going to put on her St. Patrick's Day outfit. Yes, yes, yes. Otto, can you hear me loud? Larry, can you still hear me? Yeah, I can. You talking about me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yes. <laughs> I was making sure I was waiting for your peace, love. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Um, he's my rock. He's my rock. My rock, my sword and shield. He's my will. He's my will. In the middle of the wheel, I know it. I'll never, I know it. But you'll never let me down. He just said you, he just said you. That I have found my hallelujah, hallelujah, I love to praise his name. Where hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I love to praise his name. I love, I love to praise his holy name. Praise his name. Praise his name when you're going through trouble. Praise his name when you know that there's victory. Praise his name because the devil can't touch the anointing on you. Praise his name. Praise his name because you thought about giving up, but you know who God that you serve. Praise his name. Praise his name because it doesn't matter if you're getting bullied because you got something powerful on you that the devil can't touch you. Praise his name. Praise his name because you thought that you felt like you were going to fall off, but God is just lifting you up to another higher level. Praise his name. Praise his name because you can't get enough of God's word when you're being fed the truth and the wisdom, and the wisdom give you a knowledge to follow through to another place in society. Praise his name. Praise his name because you have a word for somebody. You've given not your testimony to help somebody, to uplift somebody. And when they were going through this trouble, you went through the same thing that they were going through. Praise his name. Praise his name because no weapon, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That you live a prosperous life and nothing can stop you. No barriers can stop you. Put down this barrier. You move those mountains. Praise his name. Glorify his name. Glorify. Praise his name. Praise his name in Jesus' name. The Holy Ghost surrounds you. Surround that no bully, no bully can stop the word of truth. And drive. Absolutely amazing piece. And I, hold on, um, Otto, I'm sorry. You are not getting any more juice. It is 8.51 and it's time to go to bed. Good night. I do apologize about that, Otto. And so, um, going back to going back to the re- rewind, of course, of your keys. He's my rock and rib, and you know we have to praise his name. When we're going through 
when we know that the victory has been claimed, when we know that the devil can't touch the anointing that is in the moment that we praise his name, we know that the devil may try. We have to stay armored up with the word, with the spirit, and know that the devil cannot touch him. We can't get enough of God's word. When we're going through, we have to realize that sometimes it's not always all about us. Because we may be going through something to be a living testimony to someone else, to be an inspiration, to let them know that, hey, if they went through it and can make it, guess what? I can too. And no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Also bringing importance to Philippians 4.13, I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. And so sometimes it's that little relationship with Jesus, that intimacy with Jesus, going to that prayer closet and praising in the midst that will carry us all through. I do want to thank you so very much, Mr. Lyrical Engine. And we speak to bullying. I want to speak to this because so many times teachers, school officials, school leaders ignore the call. They rub it off or they just may not want to get involved, say, hey, I don't want to endanger myself. But as doctors take oath, as attorneys take oath, as educators as well, they have an oath to protect the children in which they're caring for them. So with that being stated, without further ado, the final piece for this evening, for nearly a year, as many as 15 girls ganged up on me. I was bombarded with online messages such as, you should die, and why don't you go kill yourself? I changed one of my online screen names to that dead girl. I went to an abandoned concrete plant, climbed a tower, and hurled myself to death. I'm 12 years old, and my name is Rebecca Ann Sedwick. My name is Amaranthia Gittin-Jones. I was bullied since the day I moved back to America from Tokyo, Japan, at age 7. I am now 14. I dealt with stress from bullying at school for this entire time period and became very sick because of it. I was found hanged in my bedroom by my sister, Joe. I left a note stating, I wonder if it's ever going to get better. I am 14 years old, and my name is Hannah Smith. I was found dead in my home in Florida in December after users on social networking sites tormented me with insults and acts. Can you kill yourself already? I'm 16 years old, and my name is Jessica Laney. I was bullied on August 29th, and no one has heard my cry. Text messages flooding my phone all days with the antidote to kill myself. But they did not know who is the survivor of my fate. My mother, Shanika, and God are my side. My faith I no longer have to hide. I am Aja Henry. I could be your daughter. I could be your son. I could be your student. I could be anyone. Today, though, I am no one. For I'm the one everyone chose to shun. It was when the rain began to fall that I saved my tears being masked by the camouflage. A text came through. I dare not look, knowing it was my eulogy composed. It was my zeal for life that they disposed. Text messages turned into letters undisclosed. Wish someone, anyone, could hear my cry. Unknown to all, I was about to die. Never once did I know my life would be cut short. Going to school became a lack of support. Wish someone, anybody, 
would have just stepped in. Maybe then I could know what it is to grin, but today my life will not be destroyed in vain. But victims and witnesses, by all means, please don't ignore the pain. Once again, that piece is I am bullying. Please keep your eyes open. Please be aware. And I do want to bring in a very dear friend of inspirational expression before going into our dialogue. He is no stranger to any. This is Mr. Word Warrior himself. What's going on, Word Warrior? <laughs> Greetings, Queen. How you feeling this evening? I, I am doing okay. I'm doing okay. As you know, the kids are going in. So before you even go in, Word Warrior, I'm sorry. My daughter is cleaning and hollering, and they are hitting each other. Lord Jesus, forgive me for pausing the show. I'm having to go in and take care of the children. No, no, go in your room now. 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 It is bedtime. Now, in your room. This house is not going out. You all are going to bed in your room. Jazzy's going to keep her hands to herself. Go put her shirt on. Go put a shirt on. Word warrior. Yes, ma'am. I am so, so sorry. Um, it's okay, Corey. Getting getting the children together. Um, this is their first, tomorrow will be their first day back on the grind. So I'm trying to get them back in bedtime mode. Oh, Lord Jesus. Father, bless the saints. Bless the saints. But word warrior, as I was saying, it is definitely a pleasure to have you on the mic. I hate that I did not get to see you face-to-face in Atlanta, GA, but I am sure that our time will be coming, and I cannot wait. My goal is definitely to be back at the Black Poetry Cafe as long as it does not fall on my son's birthday. And if it does, we just may make a six-flag trip of it. So, hey, you never know. Well, listen, I have my venue here in Chicago, and it's every other month. And maybe you can get up here. Um, I'm about to feature Poet Carrie B. And my August 30th show, I'm about to feature Lydia Born to Write Cook. And my August 30th show, and Charles Beast King is coming with two of his members in my August 30th show. So we got to get you up here. Oh, yes. I am definitely excited. Definitely sounds like you have an amazing lineup. Um, every poet that you did call out. So very, very glad to see that you are in connection and getting them the exposure that they definitely need and desire. Um, definitely the names that you shouted out, I wanted to, as a reminder, let everyone know that the National Poetry Awards are up. Voting does run through August the 20th, so please make sure to get your votes in. You can vote as many times as you want. Both this networking, POEP, is on the nomination ballot, as well as the Epiphany for Real Entertainment Network, which I host on on Fridays under the guidance and leadership of For Real, the Poet. Um, I am also for up-and-coming artists. Um, I know Kamisi is also up for Religious Poet. I believe Poet Curie B and Queen are up as well for the last duo that they do present. So please, please, by all means, keep those votes in. And thank you for those that have already voted and will continue to vote. And Mr. Eddie Phelps, oh, my goodness. Oh, Lord. 
<laughs> this is a night of night, Eddie. I, I, I tell you, I tell you. You know, if it wasn't for me trying to do a show at this hour, I would not have this issue. I would not. I want you to close your mouth. Do you understand me? Yelling and screaming will not get you what you want. Jesus loves you, and so do I. You do not bite your brother. You keep your hands to yourself. It is time to go to bed. Do I make myself clear? Thank you. And if I see anything thrown in this room, you are going to get another spanking because we are going to obey. Jesus Christ is when you obey. Take Doc with you and go to bed. Love you. Say your prayers. Good night. Yes, I am back, Eddie Felton, for the third time. <laughs> I am back. <laughs> it's okay, Chris. You lied, Jesus. It's the Lord is teaching me patience tonight. He's working on me. He's working on me. But, Eddie, I know that you always have so much going on, like you said, with the platforms that you do provide for artists. What else can we look for from Mr. Eddie Felton? Because I know every time you come on the mic, you have a testimony, my brother. Wow. Um, God is just moving um, amazingly in my life. I'm just so thankful for everything. Um, I got features all over the place. My venue is doing so well. I'm so excited about that. Um, my book is doing so well. I'm a poet's journey by Warrior. Um, from, from the time I put it out to now, it has sold over 700 copies. So oh I'm just God. excited. Uh, my book is also um, in all Chicago public libraries. Um, I went through a program, Meet the Author, and a book signing, and I went through the program, and they put um, my book in all Chicago public libraries. So I'm just so excited right now. Oh, wow. Well, I am definitely excited for you. I am always looking forward to the wonderful praise reports that you give every time. Be grace the mic of inspirational expressions and know that you are being seen and we appreciate all that you do. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Well, you know, we're going to get it in, Eddie Felton. It's a word warrior. Tonight, <laughs> the stage is yours. How would you like to inspire us to your pen? I'm looking at these two pieces like, which one I want to do? Okay. Um. um I'm going to go with everything must change um, with so much going on um, right now. I'm going to go with this piece, everything must change. Everything must change. I'm right there with you. The stage is yours, love. Everything must change. Nothing stays the same. Everything must change. Nothing stays the same. Blacks killing blacks. Yeah, this must cease. Police not caring about our lives is definitely real in these streets. Hatred, envy, malice all through these blocks. Someone please tell me when will this stop? Jealousy, negativity, despair, all throughout our land. We need to change this epidemic and classification of our black men. Everything must change. 
Nothing stays the same. Everything must change. Nothing stays the same. What is the solution? It's my bodily, I must say. We are kings and queens. We should not be living this way. We must change our thinking, and maybe we can change our ways, but whatever we do, we need to see better days. Change meaning to become different, the transforming of one's mindset, to stop the shooting, to stop the we have not done this yet. Everything must change. Nothing stays the same. Everything must change. Nothing stays the same. We've marched through the neighborhoods, and that was a very positive start. But to have change, I mean real change, it starts within our heart. It starts in our households. It starts within our schools. But change, I mean real change, starts with what we choose. In peace, World War. In peace. Speak about change. And what we do, Lord Gloria, and very relevant and very well-needed piece this evening. Everything must change, not just certain entities and certain individuals, but we are in a world of discipline that everything must change. Nothing stays the same. We speak about the black going black, the police not caring. And, you know, we have slogans now of Black Lives Matter and, and pictures of hands being held up and pictures of cities and going to different stores and not being able to go into stores because of pity. These things have got to change. Where will it stop? We think to the negativity, the jealousy, the despair. But have we forgot whose we are and who we are? We are indeed descendants of the Most High. We are kings and queens. We must change our thinking in order to change our ways. See, we got to get to those better days. In order for those better days to come, we have to transform. Let's stop shooting. We speak about marching through the neighborhoods, but what are we going to do now? We look to the past of all the great strides we made, but how we impact and bring about a change now. That change has to happen in the household. It has to happen in the school. It has to start with what we do. Hold yourself accountable. Everything must change. Thank you so very much, World Warrior, Eddie Felton, in the building. Thank you, Queen. I appreciate you. You got it, love. Well, thank you once again for joining in on Inspirational Expressions. I'm going to keep your mic open as I open up the final code. I know you're like, he just said the final code. I know. But this is also a dear friend of Inspirational Expressions. I will bring him in, and then I will allow an open dialogue. He's been a stranger for a minute, so I ought to get him. This is Mr. Unchained himself coming through. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Inspirational Expressions. How's it going? What's going on? I'm doing good. Beast King in the building. I appreciate you coming through, Mr. Beast King. I've been seeing you on the social world, but I hadn't been hearing from you, so glad to hear your voice. 
and see that you're not just a character on the face, but it's definitely a pleasure because I know you be going beast mode all the time. You you know you know you know I do a little something something. I was like, let me see what Mama Hogan doing. <laughs> let me see what the expressions about. Yes, yes, we are always welcoming the expression and looking forward to the inspiration. But Miss Adiz King, before we go in, because I know you know how to go in. Before we go there, let the people in the phone lines, those in the chat room, know what's going on in your world. Well. From the brainchild of my CEO of Beast Nation Radio, at the end of July, July 31st, we will be having a telethon, 12 hours of the arts for cancer research. And we're going to be having different individuals from different radio stations helping us, and artists will be featured. It's going to be tremendous, and we're really try to push this for there's not just breast cancer but just cancer in general just to for to move forward even more with the research and that's exciting and we have so many multiple shows on these nation radio. We have my show which is which is always on Monday nights, which is Mike Therapy. Then we have our Thursday nights and our Saturday nights which is all the streets and then we have our Friday four which is because of black we got so many things going on, but that telethon, we put our heart and soul in that telethon, so that, I'm really excited about what that's, what that's going to bring forth. I am excited as well. Definitely an exciting venue, and I thank you all, your entire team, having the mindset and the mentality and the creativity to come up with this, the 12 hours of the art. That is the best inspiration that one can ever encounter, and definitely the way that you're going about and being able to support the community as a whole. So my hat goes off to you, Mr. D. King, and your entire fan. Thank you, Mahogany. You just so brown. What, sweetie? I'm about to tell you. I got a special. I got a special because, you know, a lot of things been, A lot of things have changed since the last time you talked to me. I can only imagine. <laughs> I'm eager whatever it is. I know you be going beast mode, so I'm excited. Uh-huh. So whenever you want me to break it, I'm going to use Matrix Black. You said you're going to do what? I'm sorry, Pudding? Yeah, I'm going to use Matrix Black tonight. Nature Black? Oh, yeah. All right. Let's go, Nature Black. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of um, Hold on. I used to pledge allegiance to the United Corporation. So let me give you a little bit of this information about this corporation. United States of America is literally a corporation, and you're just stocks and bonds inside of this corporation. Once I started to learn my actual natural role, I was, like, asking my father up above that was supernatural, like, where should I go? Why am I considered just a stock in a bond? And I started reading the Declaration of Independence, and it was 
making my mind be like, bomb, I mean, blow, I mean, explode in that mode. See, it was wrote little, literally a little bit and small, so we really couldn't understand that most black people were considered half of a man and half of a woman. No, a woman was considered half of a half of a black man. So I was like, man, there was a couple of things I really didn't understand, and now I'm looking. Let me fast forward into the future, but it's quick. Now that I'm Pan-African, they don't understand the way that I spit. They don't understand the reality of my life and the way that I feel with the gift because now Marcus Garvey always rolls through my dome when I see all of this illicit S-H-I-T. Not even going to curse up in this verse, but I'm saying, why are our people continuously getting hurt? They are continuously getting murked with bullet holes all up in their shirt. And then now, they're not only targeting the kings, now they're targeting the queens by any means necessary, making the livelihood of your melanin and your skin very scary. See, I'm looking at these things with open eye and a chosen view because Father's showing me focus. Now i got to see what I'm supposed to do because... We have marched and marched. We marched across plantations. We marched with Harriet Tubman when we was in the Underground Railroad. We marched until our feet got blisters. We marched until they put straps against our backs to rip apart our very souls. We've just marched. We marched and protested. And when we protest, they laughed. Because the protest is a little bit of something, and then they struck Harvard in us again to break us in half. Don't you understand that the protest that Martin Luther King did don't work right now? They want to see us hurt right now. They want to see us murked right now. So I have to use intelligence instead of anger when I see it. The United States of America Corporation wanted us to hold them up so sacred and forgive Father. Yes, forget Father ever existed. They said the dollar was in God we trust. But it's just a paper mache plate fictionary fiction. So I'm like, man, what is up? Police now are killing us, and they even got our brothers as target practice when they're targeting on how to kill us quick. They're targeting our sisters and giving us pictures that they obviously edited in Photoshop quick. So rest in paradise, Cassandra. Rest in paradise to the other sister. You did not deserve this mistreatment. And now they want to cover it all up and say it's suicide, and now they're trying to get decent? No, it wasn't a suicide. You can look at the picture to find and see that they murdered this woman. Yes, they murdered this woman and put a picture up for all of us to see. Eyes is colored, nose is colored. Her face is even a different color, and it was strange because the next police photograph with that man, it was a whole different thing. He had a wall with a wall that was lined up with some bricks, but what she was on, she was laid on the ground. It was flat on that cement. And then they're trying to make excuses, trying to give another slap on the wrist when Dylan Roof did all that in that church. When he put in all that work, a lot of lives lost, a lot of paid costs. They took him to Burger King and treated him just like a boss. They put a bulletproof vest upon his chest to make sure that he was safe. And then they did all this stuff and made sure that it was on tape because they know that our people, our ancestors, and our people, other people, we've always been actionary people, reactionary people. And we look into the eyes, and now we see as an evil. Should I get pulled over or should I just run? Because if I get pulled over and they put me in custody, am I going to die by a gun or a beating or a choking or electrocution? What method of torture will they be using, see, I used to pledge allegiance to the flag of America until I found out it was a corporation that's down for interrogation, and all they wanted was a separation and no mental elevation. But then when I got that red, black, and green 
deep within or inside of me, and I was like, Marcus Garvey was showing me with God's knowledge and know-how and forth how He was showing me how to finally be set free. See, I walk around the matrix. The matrix don't even bother me no more. I see our people and our children, children, they're already constantly at war. we got to guard our children. They're going after the sons and the daughters, too. They want the sons to be daughters and the daughters to be sons. So the mindset is black and blue. What in the world is we trying to do? Are we really ready to do a blackout to show them exactly what we can do? Will all 50 states line up and don't buy anything the government has? We're trying to play that next step and try to walk like Uniblab, but would you do that barrel effect like most black people do and start taking us down just like a crab? All those thought processes are trying to literally rip me in half. See, I don't pledge allegiance to that flag no more because that flag has killed more of us than you would ever even know. That flag has been a system and freedom of how they supposedly freed these slaves, but then it's called a plantation. They transformed it into a plant. So really, did they free these slaves? I'm going to try to think about it. I'm just little on me. I'm just a messenger in the body of a poet with the mind of an MC, with the mind of an also activist. I'm also a activist. If I had a computer right now, I'd transform into an activist seat. I look clearly, but y'all look cloudy. I just want y'all to see that prayer without action is not a way for us to be free. We need to pray and cause action and just let them all see. If we hit them in the pockets, maybe they'll stop playing with me. Maybe they'll stop playing with you. Maybe they'll stop killing our black babies over the things they do. Maybe they'll do psychological reports before they let police go out in these cars, thinking that a self-appointed Superman. Now they think that they're stars. And for those black folks that's around those police that's killing us, that's doing nothing, you also are part of the problem. So I consider you just like them, nothing. And eat. Matrix Black. There it is. There it is. Beast King, Unchained. You are truly unchained in this particular piece. Taking us back to what we used to be in the classroom, pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, but you used to pledge to the United Corporation. You speak about the reality of being noticed as stocks and bonds in this corporation. You learned your natural role. Why am I considered stock and bonds? Speaking of half of the women, half of the man, when they found out you were Pan-African, it was the reality of life they had to see. When you began to speak about Marcus Garvey and seeing the illicit SHIT, but we're not going to touch in this piece, we began to wonder why are our people getting hurt? It's any means necessary. We have to open our eyes and go beyond the chosen view. We have marched and marched till our feet had lifted, to have straps on our backs continue to protest, and they laugh. But the break is in the half. We can no longer protest like MLK. It's not working right now. I love how you made sure to say use intelligence, not anger. It's the dollar and God we trust, or shall they say. The police are killing us. Brothers becoming target practice. Lives are being lost. We speak of various incidents and encounters with the bulletproof blast on the chest, making sure it's one pace. But they know we are reactionary people. We get pulled over and we have to wonder, should we run or get pulled over? What method of torture will be used against us? All are being wanted in this moment. 
all that was being sought was the separation or elevation, it's okay because these king I walk around that nature with you. For unfortunately, we are constantly at war. If we really, really want to know how to hit the government, don't buy anything that the government has. But they're trying to rip you in half. See, the flag has killed many of us. The plantation is now transformed into a plant. And yes, you have the mind of an MC and activist. We have to again look clearly, no longer cloudy. Hit them in the pockets where it matters. Stop playing the psychological ideas and games. If you're not going to be a part of the solution, you are indeed a part of the problem. I thank you so very much for Beast King going beast mode on this particular message. I greatly appreciate you, my love. Thank you, Goddess. Yes, Leela. You hurt your leg and your foot because you were jumping around, and you should be in the bed. I will but you fell off the bed because you were jumping around. If you were laying down quietly, as Mother instructed you to do, you would not have fallen off the bed. So once I get finished with the show, I will be in your room to tuck you in. Until then, you can watch Bob Mustafa's and pray to Jesus, okay? Thank you. Good night. Jesus loves you. So do I. Yes, peace, King. And the remains of the callers on the line. So I opened up all of the mics. We're going to open up the last caller before the dialogue. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Inspirational Expressions. Who do I have on the line tonight? Hello, hello. You have Beast Queen Piranha. What's going on, Queen Piranha? Hello, hello. How are you? I'm losing my mind about to pull my hair out with these children. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they just want all of mommy's attention this evening. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, well, Miss Queen Piranha, my dear, what do you have going on this evening, love? I am just enjoying the show with you guys tonight. I love the vibe. It's been beautiful tonight. Well, I am definitely glad to hear it. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Make yourself at home. Take some shoes off and relax. Like the real life is over here to the Epiphany Network. You just take some socks off. So <laughs> take your shoes off and relax. This Lady Piranha, and tonight the stage is yours. How would you like to inspire with your text? Yes, yes. I have this piece titled The Paper Bag Girl. The Paper Bag Girl? Yes, ma'am. Oh, my goodness. I am excited just hearing the title. The stage is yours. I'm ready whenever you are. Thank you. Thank you. I've had some good days. I've had some hills to climb. I've had some worry days. And But when I when I look around and I think things over all of my good days I weigh my bad days. Oh, I, 
I won't complain. No one questions the life of a paperback girl. Never once did they bat an eye. Question that busted lip, strange limp. Was because she's a young black woman, appearing to be a street walker, mingling among the pimps and cracked concrete, she fell safe in it. Ward of the state pulled back and forth in out of molesters' homes. See, she was treated like that red-haired stepchild left all alone. One day she grew sick and tired of being sick and tired, gathering the little she had, toothbrush, clothes, pen, and pad, escaping known pain to embrace a new homeless young woman, not a bobble to follow. She adapted to the streets as follows. Find a drug to help you cope. Weed only lasts so long. Never share a needle. If AIDS doesn't kill you, the drugs will. Get to know your street like the light skin side of your hand. Gain income. Work so you don't have to sit for long. You're a woman. Use your body if need be. Always use a condom. Don't make it an option for a John. Your life is worth more than that green coat of ethics from these streets. See? Her tears stained her feast many a day, and the sunlight shone through the rain. Her pen was her father, the pad her mother, so she scripts stories where she lived in a home with four other siblings, a mother, a father, a doll with a white picket fence with the lemonade in June. But the pain of not having a place called home ate at her. The man that had sex and ate her, it wasn't until... I stumbled across this paperback girl. Did she understand there was light on the other side? See, just like she, I was on that corner of that street, and I caught her singing that song. Hold on, I want you to help me. Hold on, I want you to help me. Oh, help me on my journey. Help me on my way. Hold on, I want you to help me. And I told her, baby girl, you don't have to sit here any longer. Grab my hand. Let me show you where I've been. Just like you, I was on this street just two months ago, but I found there was light on the other side. And you don't have to hold on to all this pain in the church. But you say, God never gives you more than you can bear. I know that life don't seem so fair. Well, please, baby girl, just grab my hand. And just as she stood there, hesitant, trembling hands, and I seen her hand had needle holes. She tried to pump, pump those drugs and make her body feel good. Uh, John walked up to us and said that he'd pay double the price for two of us to do that strange thing. And I stood in front of him with my chest tucked up, and I told him, I haven't worked these streets in a minute, and she isn't working the street no longer, not another minute. See, God sent me to save this woman, so you go ahead and go away, because I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, and you will not stop me or her from being successful. God, God gives his hardest battles to his strongest children. And I told her, go with you, see me cry. It's just a sign that I... Still alive, oh yeah. I've got some scars, but I'm still alive. And I told her, just hold my hand. Just hold my hand and let me show you where I've been. And I'm not going to tell you what's easy. 
And I won't tell you what's hard, but I'm going to tell you, we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. So let me help you. Because I believe that God truly gives his battles to his strongest children. And he... I love that piece, Tarana. I love the combination of not only your poetic skill, your inspirational words, the upliftment and encouragement, but also your intertwining of the various songs that stand on inspiration by themselves. And we speak in this piece. You spoke life, Tarana, the paperback world. Because, see, we've had some hills to climb. We all can relate. We've had some sleepless nights. You think things over, but guess what? All of my better days outweigh those bad days, so I won't complain. Never once would you got your eyes to pick a bad girl. You speak about feeling safe in and out of a lesser home. And at one point, I know I can say it for Ronnie. You're sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yes, you speak about being homeless and adapting to the streets, speaking to examples that many can relate to, weed and hope, getting to know that light-skinned side of your hand, knowing the mentality of only using a condom. But see, those tear stains that come upon our face, Dreaming of the day that we all wanted, you know, a mother, a father, the dogs, a picket fence. We've all had that dream. But as you think back to that paper bag girl, being on the corner of that street, singing, Lord, I want you to help me. It, it, it takes me back, honestly, to honest, for a lot of churches. I don't know what, why it sent me in that direction. Because so many people won't go to church for fear of being judged by the adherence that they may have, by the sins that they may be encountering in their lives. But at the end of the day, we all are falling short in sin. There's no sin that is too big, no sin that is too small. I never find myself comparing sins. But a lot of times when people get to judging, well, she can wear that in the club, or them pants sagging, or why they wearing tennis shoes in the church. But, see, the church is a hospital. And, see, the people go to the hospital not just when they wear and to go visit people, but it's the sick that need to be in the hospital. So how dare we go to begin to look at someone? And when it says, Jesus, I just need your help, help me, Lord, we should be there to help them along the way. If if we cannot be Christ-like in our walk, who are we? See, with that, that time that you can show someone where you've been, so many times people get ashamed of where they've been and don't want to share their story. But you have no idea how many lives you can touch. And we have to realize that although it may be struggle, although it may seem like the weight of the world is upon us, you will never put more on us than we can bear. It seems like sometimes you can pay a double price. But God will send the Savior. You have to rebuke things in the name of Jesus. If you see me cry, it's just a sign that I'm still alive. I have scars, but guess what? 
I'm still alive. And, and just hold my hand so I can show you where I've been. And I can be that example of Philippians 4.13. I can show you that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And know that the battles are only given to the strongest, the strongest. So although you may feel weak, although you may want to throw the towel in, know that God sees something in you that you may not see. He sees the best in you. Absolutely amazing, Keith Brana. I love it from beginning to end. Thank you so much. You are more than welcome, Queen. Well, what I did want to give the opportunity of doing before we close out tonight, um, definitely want to speak very quickly to the police brutality, the misconduct, the shooting that we're seeing. Um, we even spoke about Sandra in one of the pieces this evening, Sandra Bland. If you all could just at any moment just look at the New York Times. This is happening too many times as we speak about the changes through the pieces. A change has got to come, and everything's got to change, as Lord Warrior told us. We must begin to speak up, and we can't be angry like Unchained told us this evening. We have to make sure that we're standing at the forefront. We cannot allow their lives to be in vain. From Sandra Bland to finally police officer Mary Callahan receives a 16-month jail sentence. 16 months, you all. After being found guilty of 2012 beating of a handcuffed woman who later died. 16 months. That's like a slap in the face. No charges being filed against Miami Beach Police Officer Jorge Mercado in the 2013 case of death of 18-year-old Israel Hernandez. New York State Supreme Court Judge Alice orders release of misconduct findings against the New York City Police Officer Danielle Pantelio who held Eric Garner in a chokehold. Waller County, Texas Sheriff Glenn R. Smith says that Sandra Glenn, who was found dead in the jail cell, told county jail officials that she tried to kill herself in 2014. Statement that Bland's family disputes. Despite the statement, Jones had not put Bland on suicide watch. Disagreements are coming day after day. So we have to indeed show that our lives matter. And once again, do not allow these lives to go in vain. Tyrone West, the one that we are right there behind you, fighting with you to get that information, to get that justice for your brother. Are you serious? 300 days and counting, and we're still waiting on a verdict. It's a sad thing. I have a single parent of an eight-year-old young man I'm sometimes angry. I have to worry about, you know, teaching him how to react to the police. It's a sad tale, but indeed a reality that we must face. Even with the young ladies, I remember the young lady being thrown down at a pool party with excessive force. Pregnant women, elderly women, people that you know are clearly not a threat, but yet and still it's happening. Every day, and people are getting away with it. I, I did definitely want to give the opportunity for any feedback this evening before closing out the show and me tending to these 
wonderful children that you guys are here on the line tonight. Before ending out, do we have any comments, feedback, or closing words from anyone on the line tonight? All right, with that moment of silence, I will go ahead and close out the show. I do ask that everyone continue. Hello? Yeah, I, I do. I just want to say, uh, I just, I'm getting ready to go work, but I just want to say God bless everybody that was on them, they, uh, that, that did their thing. Um, and what you say about the youth, I have a compassion about the youth. I'm so compassionate about the youth. Um, and our lives do matter. And we just got to keep praying. The more the devil keeps trying to uh, uh, keep us down, we have to pray. And pray, and, uh, uh, but like a, a, a beast king said, we have to put in work too, you know, because uh, things that start works is dead. Absolutely. Thank you so very much for those final words, man. It's an automatic present. We love you to life, and we all should be passionate about something. Be so passionate, be so angry, be so frustrated that we bring about a change. Once again, thank you, everyone, for tuning in tonight. I thank you for working with me in the interruptions of motherhood um, with the children coming in. I ask that you continue to vote on www.thenationalpoetryaward.com. Poetry will be going through the voting until August the 20th. You can vote as many times as you'd like. Um, and all you have to do is vote, refresh the page. It takes about two minutes out of your day. Please be aware of the remaining shows under the POET network for the remainder of the week. We definitely do hope that you will continue to support the network. I pray that everyone has a safe and prosperous week. I will look forward to having each of you on the lines and that many more. Tomorrow we will have our show with none other than Black Ice himself, King of Poetry at 8 p.m., same call-in number. Tuesdays, we do interchange with Talk to Me Tuesdays, which is hosted by none other than Coach Kelly and Florida Justice. We also have Truth Hour brought to you by Black Ice and Brother Julius. On Wednesdays, we do have the War of Words that are presented. We have the Open Mic Poetry. On Thursdays, we have our Talented Teen Thursdays. Friday is Fabulous Fridays. We try to keep you busy all week long, six nights out of the week. So there's always an area for you to express and inspire. Continue to inspire in everything that you do. Know that your life is an inspiration and impacts others. So be mindful. When you think no one else is watching, someone is. Continue to be the change that we want to see. Thank you once again for everyone for tuning in tonight. Peace, love, and blessings. Enigmatic Mahogany, signing out.